0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. We have you covered for all things football. Bet online has you covered all season for all the sports action. It is your number one spot to place your bets. They have basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So many great offers available for the 2021 season. Head on over, sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code believe50 that's b l e a v 50 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and bet online is where the game starts Kyle happy monday to you
1: happy monday to you it's game day for me but victory monday for the other two gentlemen on this podcast and for a number of other fans out there across the football sphere we have uh, Levy Grail for some of those teams who did not enjoy a Victory Monday uh, today, and that will come later in the week. We got a mock to do for the month of December, and I'm stoked because the mock is running parallel to us doing an update for TDM 100, and there's there's been some pretty dramatic movement for a number of prospects. Uh, so I'm going to be using that board to use effectively as my big board to make picks. So you might see some new names in the mock going in new places, and that can kind of be your tease and appetizer for Thursday this week in which we are running uh, the TDM 100 update show, which we're super pumped about.
0: December mock draft. Ready to tango? Ready to get this thing right,
1: in? I mean, well, we got to get some logistics to work. Oh, we first. have more
0: logistics? Okay.
1: We haven't tackled any logistics
2: yet. Are you odds
1: or evens for first and foremost?
0: Um, I
1: don't
2: care. And just so everybody knows, no, we do not remember what we did in the end of November. So we don't remember. Um, uh, No, I think Joe was was evens, I believe. So if we were going to do the flip, then Joe would be odds this month.
0: Okay, I'll be odds.
2: Mr. Producer. Yes, that's my name. Thank you. First of all, how how are you doing? What a victory Monday today! Is not doing very well. Um, before we open that can of worms,
1: <laughs> would it be possible for you to open and share an MDM uh, with us here in the recording studio, oh. so we can all work off the same thing at the same time? You mean like this? You mean doing one of oh. these
2: for you? Yup. The best part is done.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Now
2: we that's, can start. Yes, we can. Uh, this I, listen. Far be it for me to question my friend. This is the updated mock draft order. Uh, yes, as of last night, and it's correct. I don't. I don't want to be that guy. I do. I do see a mistake, but that's okay. All right, I'm is, on is the it clock. about. The, is it about? It's about the result of last night's game. It is. It is the Dallas win ma- makes the New York Jets pick at seven and now the new york jets pick at six but that's okay that is
0: all right. oh boy wow some, stre-
2: some strength of record uh and schedule stuff has uh moved the seattle pick up a spot but that's okay you're gonna have to sit on your hands and that's fine pipe down that's fine
0: all right i'm up first jacksonville jaguars top pick as it currently stands i just saw a stat about trevor lawrence did you guys see this this is not a good no, stat that he lost that, to the though.
2: new york jets yesterday yeah i know i saw
0: he did but uh here's the stat uh Trevor Lawrence has one passing touchdown over his last 280 attempts. It's the longest span of passes by a rookie with one passing touchdown or fewer in the past 30 seasons. Yeah. We're not going to pick a quarterback, obviously a tough, tough situation this year for Trevor and what's gone down in Jacksonville. You just got to get good players, right, Kyle? You just got to get good players. players. And so you can flip a coin and convince me Aiden Hutchinson's the best prospect in the draft. The other side could tell me that it's Caveon Thibodeau. Right now, I have it as Aiden Hutchinson. I just feel like the way he wins translates so well. He's going to be such a disruptive presence at the next level. And so we just got to go with what I think is the best player in the draft for Jacksonville. I don't care about needs. I don't care about nothing. Get the best player. That's Aiden Hutchinson in my mind.
1: Okay. So now uh, the Detroit Lions at two. And. Isn't it? This is the fun part about it. it. Seems like every year we get to December and then like the presumed team that's going to have the number one pick ends up falling out of that spot. Right? Like we've literally locked the lines in for the number one overall pick since August. And now lo and behold, they're not there. It's Jacksonville. So Detroit at two, uh, they're taking best player available. They're also a team that is hashtag draft good players. And, uh, for my money, you know, you do need to account for positional value here a little bit. I know our personal belief over a TDN uh, might have somebody who's not Kayvon Thibodeau as the best player available, but I think from a traditional positional value perspective, his elite skill set. This is a pick that makes a lot of sense with the number two overall pick, and therefore, I am going to draft Kayvon Thibodeau uh, with the number two overall
0: selection for the Detroit Lions. Houston Texans at number three, and um, I don't think this is a hot take. I think Davis Mills may have may be the second best rookie quarterback so far this year. It's fun. Oh, that's for another it's day. Fun. That's for another hey. Day. How about the Texans though? Huh? About the Texans, bro. That see about give, the forty kind of, burger on the Chargers. I wasn't going to say it, but. You kind of have a victory Monday, brewing Today as well. I mean, everything that could have possibly gone right for Miami over the weekend did right,
1: like with the exception of the Chargers with effectively an entire backup offensive line the beating Colts. The, the, Colts. the 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 Colts with an yeah. entire backup offensive line beating the Cardinals, who are absolute frauds. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. take back any mm-hmm. any of the slander we've had for Cliff over the last two years. I think nope. we're comfortable saying that now that yeah, Joe doubled down on it. Beautiful. Um, (laughs) But I will talk about the weekend tomorrow morning if things go according to my hopes and dreams tonight.
0: Old Miami Dolphins in control of their own destiny. Imagine. Imagine. All right. um, Houston Texans at number three. You obviously don't. I mean, you don't need to pick a quarterback. You don't have to put yourself in that box. You just need to get good players. Draft good players. Hashtag. Players. Best player on the boards, Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. I mean, like, especially in today's NFL, where def- defenses are stressed in so many different ways. To have a neutralizer like Kyle Hamilton, um, man, you can you can really do some fun things, especially in that division where you know that you have to deal with Indianapolis and you have to deal with Tennessee, who want to run the football. To be able to have a guy with with that type of downhill trigger, but can also make plays in coverage. He's a unicorn, right? Like he would matter a lot to any defense and especially Houston. He's the best player on the board. He's got to be the pick in this scenario.
1: Well, his ability to play deep and then also get involved in the run fits from 10 yards out is invaluable in that division. So uh, Chris's New York jets are on the clock at number four. Uh, Are we going to treat this as though the jets are picking at six? Is that
2: you, you can keep them at seven. If you just if No, the that because I it's going to Im- go it's going imp- to it's going Im- to it's, okay.
1: it's going to impact my decision making here. So do I need to worry about picking in front of the Panthers and the Giants? You do not know. So we're going to put the Jets. at Wait, six. Don't we so want to
0: use the real draft order? Let's, let's, yes. let's yes. 6 They're yes. picking right. six. So
1: they're picking six. So I only got to worry about the Giants.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I know Jets fans are very anti drafting corners early with the Robert Sala system. Uh, The Giants are a team that I should be a little leery about in regards to both pass rush and in regards to offensive line. Which makes this a tough choice. What am I going to covet more? I think the depth of both of those groups is good this year, but I think the depth of the edge group is better. And therefore, I'm going to draft... North Carolina State offensive tackle Ikem Ikuanu at number four and make sure the Giants don't get their (laughs) mitts on him and then that way if they don't pick who I was also considering at number four then I can take that guy at number six
0: so many hearts were broken there right the the Giants the Panthers would love to get their hands on Ikuanu and uh, he's the Jets' is that's why player. you
1: that's why you take him here because of the market yeah. that's yeah. existing around that pick
0: yeah well, well done well done there uh, Mr. Crabs uh, New York Giants number five
1: ag, 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 ag.
0: <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Da-doom-tsh. I thought it was good yeah I'll go in, I'm going Evan Neal here offensive tackle Alabama <laughs> uh, the, the Giants got to find that O line help I know that. Um, we've had Eech. some lukewarm opinions on on him throughout our scouting staff Eech. and the reality is this guy's big, he's athletic, he's powerful. He just needs to be coached up. And maybe that's a little bit concerning based on some of the swings the giants have taken with their offensive line, but sounds like the decision's already been made regarding Joe Judge and Daniel yeah, Jones. How, how dumb is that, by the way? We're, yeah, we we're
1: probably going to fire Dave Gettleman, but we're going to keep everything else around him, so whoever you hire is going to
2: have to be okay with all that. Let's get general. it out
0: now because the Levy Grail does not allow us to be negative. So. But right.
2: wait a minute, Kyle, but I was told on Twitter it's okay because then that general manager, after a year, if they don't like Joe Judge, they'll just fire yeah. him. So That's right. Not, so right. go
1: ahead So go ahead and flush a, a year down the toilet for no reason. Thank you. That's exactly what absolute I was making on
2: Twitter, and I got
0: ethered. So, Evan Neal offensive tackle. Nobody wants to admit that their
1: team's doing something dumb. I get it. But half resets are the dumbest possible thing that you can do. And and handcuffing your hiring process by forcing (laughs) a
2: quarterback and a head coach on them is moronical. At least he's got two
0: first round picks.
2: Is it a half reset? They're bringing back the coach and they're more than likely going to pick up the fifth year option on the quarterback. Yes, it is a half reset because they're replacing the GM. It's like a quarter reset. That GM's not going to be able to do anything. Anyway, the New
1: York Jets are back on the clock at number 6 and they are drafting Purdue defensive end George Karloftis. Chris,
2: you I, 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 I did not know if anyone wanted to come up and get Kenny Pickett. I was you know, maybe we No, I'm not entertaining any
1: trade um, on okay,
2: No. All right. You're not getting any more picks. You've got plenty of picks. <laughs> you also have a high
1: 2 from Carolina coming your way plus your own. So you don't need any extra picks. You need Good players, and you just got a stud pass rusher and a stud offensive tackle. Carl Loftus
0: to the Jets. Him and Carl Lawson, what a one-two punch. It's a great great haul there, Kyle. Uh, I've got the Carolina Panthers at number seven, and this is going to be one of the biggest debates of uh, the entire offseason because Panthers fans are hungry for offensive line help, and they should be, right? Like They've had a ton of miscalculations with the free agents that they brought in over the years. And they've just not stabilized the unit. I think they have one starter and Taylor Moton at right tackle, and and they're undermanned at the other four spots. And they don't have they don't have true answers. And so here they are, right? They're picking number seven right now. And your top here. ten caliber offensive linemen, they're, they're gone, right? Like maybe you take a shot at Kenyon well, Green here. Yeah, yeah. You, you you consider him, but like, Panthers fans rightfully want to trade back. Kyle, we've talked for two years about the Panthers trading back and they haven't done it, right? Like both each of the last two years were trade back opportunities or last year you picked the quarterback and they haven't done that. And so like, why should I be convinced that this is going to be the year that they choose to do that? Why should I be convinced that the Panthers who are starving for quarterback answers won't pick Kenny Pickett, who is a pit oh, alum and I Dave like Tepper's is a Pittsburgh native and he just watched Kenny Pickett have the greatest season arguably in ACC history at the school that he's an alum from. And, and Dave rule. Tepper convinced this guy to go commit to him at Temple. Like and tell rule. me how that's not yeah. a very logical thought process here. So I can't I can't make all the things happen here. But predictively, I think the Panthers are going to pick the quarterback. So give him Kenny Pickett. I know Panthers fans are going to yell at me, but I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't I don't know the path here for them. They haven't traded back in the last two years. If they believe in Kenny Pickett, which I think there's a good chance they're going to, he's going to be their pick.
1: Matt Rule's kind of a cornball, too, ain't he? Oh, God.
0: <laughs> the more he it, talks. How many times have I said
1: comments every week. It's like, what are you talking about? Brother. Took Jay-Z seven years?
0: <laughs> they almost, oh, Cam Newton almost scored a touchdown on the first drive. What, what? <laughs> Dude, I, how many times have I said the more this guy talks, the more concerned I get about the direction of the Carolina yeah. Panthers?
1: I've, yeah. I've heard it often, and you, you're absolutely spot on. <sighs> okay. All right. So the New York Giants are on the clock, and Joe graced them with Evan Neal at pick number five. <sighs> Man, this is weird. Best players available according to the Mock Draft Machine at this point in time are Derek Stingley, Andrew Booth, Jordan Davis, DeMarvin Leal, Matt Corral, Charles Cross, Kenyon Green. Chris, can you scroll down just a a smidge? David Ajabo, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, Garrett Wilson. Well, if they're going to stay with Daniel Jones, then we could go ahead and cross Matt Corral's name off the list. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to spend two top 10 picks on offensive linemen, so we can... Cross Charles Cross and Kenyon Green off the list. Lord knows they have enough defensive tackles. So I'm not draft I can't draft with a good conscience Jordan Davis. I guess I'll go best player available and draft Stingley. You know, you're in a division that that throws the ball quite a bit. You got some pretty talented wide receivers. So I'll I'll draft Stingley, but I don't love I, I would have loved to have gotten some positional. Need value as compared to just drafting uh, best corner available, but Stingley's kind of comfortably best player available at this po- juncture in the draft, so I'm going to go ahead and
0: lock him in. Well, isn't this poetic? Here I am, number nine overall with the Washington Football Team, the day after Ron Rivera clinched his eighth losing season. There it is, in eleven. 11- Seasons as an NFL head coach. I know he's been in some tough spots, right? Took over a 1-15 Carolina Panthers team and whatever this mess is in Washington. But 11 seasons as an NFL head coach, eight times his team had a losing record.
2: I'm not going to stand right, so for this. unnecessary. So he, he, unnecessary. He, they were our football team all year. And now you're, gonna, you're just going to celebrate. No, they were our
1: football team when Fitz was the QB. And then yes. he got hurt. And the whole season's gone to shit. Excuse me. And I've friend. been on that.
0: Right I've ahead. been on that talking point with Rivera for a while now, and just it just it keeps uh, keeps expanding. Um, all right, so Washington football team. Leave him alone. Leave. He's, he's a good man alone. and a great leader, but the results are just not always there. For His him. team was fighting Leave on Sunday night football. They're thing. always really well. yeah, literally fighting. Yeah, Is fight that the worst other. half of football you've seen in like I, a I long was, time? I think it was the worst game of football I've seen in a Holy long time from a team. Nikes, Tommy Boy. Um.
2: The rare Joe movie reference on the pod. I know Tommy Boy, yeah, and
0: That's that's one of my beautiful. that's one of my movies. All right, they gotta pick a quarterback, right? Like th- this team's gonna be stagnant until they get an actual answer at quarterback. I can be convinced it's one of three guys. Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, Matt Corral. You guys got any convictions here about the quarterback you think predictively would be the choice? Because I, I don't I don't
1: think Sam Howell's gonna be a top ten pick.
0: I don't either. So that we can eliminate him. Will they go yeah. with the traits and Ritter or the a little bit more controlled thrower in Corral.
2: I was going to make the case for Ritter because I think he might fit what they want to do a little bit better, but I, it doesn't matter to me. I think Yeah, I but they got it. they got two moxie guys now in
1: Fitz and, yeah. and Heineke. And I w- that would be probably the best way I could describe Matt Corral as a moxie guy.
0: Yeah, let's go Desmond Ritter. Get, let's give him the traits. Let's give him the arm talent and the mobility. <laughs> he could go in there and be the... Uh, What I said, I've said this, and this is going to sound like a terrible (laughs) and terrible indictment on Desmond Ritter, but I've said, look, I think he can give a team what Carson Wentz is giving Indianapolis right now and what Ryan Tannehill is is giving Tennessee. I think he can do that. I think Washington would be happy with that.
1: Just said, yeah, that's a great talking point, Kyle. Let's not do that. Let's do the opposite. So
0: good. You know me.
2: It was so good. Kyle just made this very compelling point. He actually convinced me. I'm like, all right, we'll go corral, no problem. And then. Joe's like, nah, Ritter, done. No, they got to go against the grain, man. All right,
1: so the Atlanta Falcons at ten.
2: And is this I, I, is I lo- this the worst middle of the? Sorry, Kyle, is this the worst middle of the road team of the NFL? Because watching this team on a weekly basis on red zone, they are just they are pitiful. It is just egregious to watch them play. I can't say anything. They beat my team. Um, beat your team too, Chris. That's my team doesn't win a lot. That's a, let's not make it a three-peat. <laughs> the Bills got them next week. My God, the guys, got me nervous. Listen, of well, um, teams, the old teams beat the Jags. Okay? Yeah, so YouTube, don't look- so easy. Congratulations. <laughs> look.
1: I love the fact that the best players available are all on defense. I think you know they they kind of push their chips in with Matt Ryan when they drafted Kyle Pitts, and we all know that talking point. And they'll get Calvin Ridley back, so hopefully that can help. So go out and get a running back to help kind of juice the the Arthur Smith running game a little bit. Get get yourself stable and healthy on the offensive line. I love that the best players available are all on defense. I'm going to go with Andrew Booth, the corner from Clemson here. Oh, you know, that they a had incredible. great development with AJ Terrell, another Clemson corner and putting those two guys together. And uh, in that division in the NFC South, again, a lot of good wide receivers. Um, I really like that one, two punch on the perimeter to play for them and, that at least gives you a little bit of an identity uh, to tie yourselves to on the back end.
0: Denver Broncos at 11. I'm going to be the guy that picks all the quarterbacks today. Matt Corral from Ole moxie. Miss. got some yeah, moxie. moxie guy. Moxie. the weapons. They got guy. the weapons, right? They got the weapons. They don't have the guy to distribute the ball. They got the defense. Let's get in the quarterback here, Matt Corral.
1: Okay, Minnesota Vikings. They're taking Ooh, Jordan Davis. Ooh, Defensive tackle. Going to Minnesota, Um, cold weather team. They've they've been chasing a stud defensive tackle for seemingly forever, right? You kind of go back down memory lane and think about how long they've been trying to figure out solidifying that interior up front. I think this is the one that gets it done. Jordan Davis, best player available, also a position of need for them. I like it.
0: I've got the uh, the Browns here at number thirteen. I think they need wide receiver help. They need they need some some new bodies in that wide receiver core to uh, help Baker to help whatever the next plan is at quarterback. Jamison Williams, man, I think this guy's just so electric. He's such a good vertical threat. He's just tough to stay in phase with, man, and he makes some crazy good plays in the ball. So let's give them a a dynamic option there in that passing game. Okay, so we
1: got three more picks today uh we've got Philadelphia, New Orleans and Pittsburgh. And Philadelphia's on the clock at 14. Chris, can you go back to uh full thing available? I do I am cross-checking the the screen with um, my own notes here. He's here. He's on the board for me. Okay. I think we're going to take David Ajabo, defensive end, University of Michigan. Um Philadelphia's defensive end room is aging and has a number of guys who are up against it as far as contracts are concerned and uh, getting a guy like Ajabo who I think is front multiple, I think he can rush from a 5, he can rush from wide angles. Um He's really diverse with his his rush counters as well. You see really bright flashes from him, and getting him an environment where I think you can learn from some of those experienced guys who are there on the roster uh, for that young, impressionable part of his transition to the pros is a fit that I really like.
0: New Orleans Saints here at number fifteen. Joe, sure, I got you. You already know it. Oh no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, I just figured. <laughs> I just figured the quarterback train was going to keep on yeah, rolling. My nope. bad. Nope, I got a feeling New Orleans, I, I can see Jameis going back there if they don't, like, make a serious run at one He's of these. He's picking a wide receiver. I'm picking a wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. I thought you knew. Chris Olave turn in the card, wide receiver Ohio State, man. I feel like they have really gambled with the weapons in that passing game, particularly at wide receiver. They've really relied on Michael Thomas and just kind of filling in the blanks around him. Like, How about just giving them another guy that can make plays and just making that. Offense more explosive, and I think Olave is a do-everything guy that brings speed, awesome hands, awesome route-running ability, and I don't know, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave sounds pretty freaking good as my top two receivers next year, and so let's give this passing game a chance here by giving them another weapon.
1: Bold of you to assume Michael Thomas will be back.
0: Well, if not, they're going to have a lot of assets potentially to uh, to, to okay, build receivers. it even more, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Last pick of the day. Pittsburgh Steelers at 16. I'm not going to take the Joe route. I'm not picking a quarterback here. I am going to pick Kenyon green, new offensive yeah. lineman from Texas A&M though. The fact that he's here at 16 yeah. is perfect. Positional value. It's perfect position of need. Uh, he's very versatile as far as the positions that he can play Pittsburgh remodeled offensive. line. You want to, Spend a first-round pick, a top 25 pick on a running back in Najee Harris. That's fine. Now go get some guys who can open up some lanes. And Kenyon Green can do all of that and more. Uh, home run pick here at 16.
0: Yeah, I, I I knew I knew that was going to be your pick. So yeah. great well, choice.
1: Great minds think alike, sir. But as far as what the rest of it looks like, you guys are going to have to come back tomorrow and find out. Um, are we going to? Just based off the events of tonight's game, like so, what happens if New Orleans wins or loses and gains or loses ground in the, the,
2: the field. Yeah, We've already picked for the Saints, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So we can, we can always default to we've already picked for them. But we will we will see what uh, tonight's game does okay. to the order. And if we need to make an adjustment, we'll make an adjustment on tomorrow's show. Cool. Do we cool. dare? Cool. Do we dare let the listeners in on what the re- what rest of the week looks like? Do we dare? Duh. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and set the table for them, Chris? So we got mock draft tomorrow. Part two, pick 17 through 32. Wednesday, Levy Grail, three football teams introduced to the Levy Grail. So you're going to get a whole episode on that. And then ahead of the TDN 100 December update that uh, releases on the YouTube channel on Thursday. Again, if you're not subscribed to the Draft Network YouTube channel, go on over and do that. Lots of content coming there. We are going to do a mini battle of the boards between you two. Uh, offense on Thursday, defense on Friday. So that is what the rest of the week looks like here on Draft Dudes. Lots of fun content, uh, piggybacking off of the TDN 100, and then three more teams into the Levy Grail on Wednesday. Beautiful. So make sure you plan accordingly. Come on back,
1: consume some more Draft Dudes podcast. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino and Chris Schubert. Thanks as always for listening. Hope you guys make it a good one.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.